This is Roof English Radio with Darenata, daily English language radio from Iceland's national broadcaster, Roof. It's Roof English Radio. Hello, I'm Darren Adam. Thanks very much for your company. Today we look ahead to something which is just about to hit Iceland. That is what is known as the Book Flood in time for Christmas. On the 24th of December, Icelanders like to kick off Christmas Day, I suppose, by giving each other a book which they've purchased with love and affection and thought. That's the idea, at least. I'm with Svanborg Sigurdardottir at Pennin. And you're the foreign books buyer. And the reason I wanted to speak to you, Svanborg, was to get a sense, firstly, of what the book flood is, but also to talk about some of the Icelandic literature, which is available in translation in English. But let us, as we sit here on the, what is this, Monday, the 4th of December, look ahead to the book flood and... It's coming a bit faster than you realised, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. It always, it's always like that. You uh-huh. know, you're very busy getting everything ready, and then all of a sudden it's there. We try to get everything ready and um, everything looking good in the shops for the people that want to browse and, uh, and buy books. And I think the book uh, is a bit different from other, um, other things because uh, people tend to buy them very late. Yes. So even on the 23rd is the biggest day. Really? Yes, and okay. the 24th, even though it's only open in the morning, it's it's pretty big too. Okay, so on the 24th, you will get people buying these last-minute presents to give to their loved ones just a few hours later. It, yes, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. Okay. And that is a big thing, isn't it? The giving and receiving of books on the 24th of December. It is really big, yes. And if you don't get a book, which has happened to me because I'm a book buyer... <laughs> People think I get all the books I want, then it, it's really disturbing. Oh, no, that's <laughs> really sad. Yes, it's, a, it's a really sad story. Then yeah. you just have to, uh, you know, nick something from your friend or family member yeah. to okay. read. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the Icelandic literature, which is in English translation, as we are Roof English Radio. Lots, of course, of Icelandic books available, but those which have been translated into English. And as we sit here again on the 4th of December, you were saying before we switched on the microphones that they're all already in place, they're already released. Where would you want to start then as we look at some of these translated works? We sell a lot of the Icelandic authors in English translation, and that would be uh, both crime and literature. So it's not only crime that is popular. We sell, uh, for example, one of our biggest sellers is Hallgrimur Helgason and his book, uh, Woman at 1000 Degrees, which is not new, mm. but it's a bestseller all year round. Um, and then, of course, Arnaldur, Irsa, um, Eva Björk. Some and these crime. are big Nordic noir names, as you would they say, are. Icelandic noir names. They are big here, and they're also big in um, in the UK and the US. Yes. That's yeah. uh, that's very very interesting, and this has been growing. So every year we get a new title from these authors in, translated into English yes. for the uh, foreign market, for the markets in the UK and the US, and we buy from them to sell to people here. Because I remember, and I speak as someone who's been coming to Iceland since 1998, and we now live here. But when it was first possible to read a book in which things happened in Reykjavik and you could read that in English. That seemed like a real novelty. Yes, and I remember when uh, Arnaldur first came out in Icelandic, people were like, this is not literature and this is just, really? this could never happen here. Who's killing somebody in Iceland, you know? And so that was, uh, people yeah. didn't really believe in it. But the readers, you know, they, they were, they're different. They, they yes. know and they want more stories. Well, maybe it's a little bit sad that it's reflected the reality that as Iceland has grown, there has been more scope, regrettably, to talk about crimes of that nature mm-hmm. because they do happen more often. They do, but not maybe not as fast as the books. No, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not, no. no. Now, the Prime Minister, Katrin, 
is behind one of the biggest selling books of the year. She's the co-author of this particular title. It's available in English. What's the book we're talking about? Yeah, it's called Reykjavik, and it, she's a co-author with Ragnar Jonasson, who is one of our biggest author in uh, biggest authors in mm. the UK and the US. He's, he's yeah, it's unbelievable how he mm. has grown. And they made this book together, and it's in trade paperback, so it's a big paperback, and it's it's flying off the shelves. Mm-hmm. I was just uh, I just managed to get the uh, the Christmas batch, you know. So yes. I, I have I have we have enough for everybody now. <laughs> yeah. So I think that would be a, a Christmas book now for uh, the English-speaking people. Yes. And we underline that she is the serving prime minister. That feels unusual. It is unusual, and uh, she's also she's traveling and um, promoting the book with Ragnar yeah. in yeah. in Europe now, uh, and it's unusual. Usually, people uh, write books after they've been presidents or whatever, like the Clintons. Yes, um, yes. they've co- co-written books with uh, very famous authors, but she's been doing this with Ragnar. I know it's taken some time for them. Of course, she's very busy, yes. but they managed to yes. finish. Well, it's been a busy time, of course, for Icelandic politicians for obvious reasons over the last couple of months. Where else sh- should we look then in terms of some of the big titles that are coming out and are available in English? Well, we've been selling also a lot of uh, Eliza Reid's book, uh, Sprakar. She's the first lady, of course. She's the first lady. And it's, um, this is a book published both in the UK and the US. And she has a new book next year, which will be Crime. And that's very interesting. We look forward to that. And uh, this is a book that's been selling really well and uh, this is non-fiction I must admit that I am very fond of my e-reader my Kindle mm-hmm. because I'm quite lazy I like to read in bed and of course you can just lay it down on the bed and press the button and turn the pages that way but I also like a physical book I'm very happy with either of those media do you find that people are still buying physical books by the sounds of what you were saying <laughs> they very much are it's, it's really uh, it's great we love it because we know people are reading their e-readers um, we also find that many tourists, they are buying books, um, Icelandic authors, mm. when they are in Iceland and they want to read it while they're here. Yes. And they want to buy it in an Icelandic bookstore. So that's like a, a, a cultural souvenir. Mm. We mm. used to call it a cultural souvenir. But yes, and they are also, they buy all kinds of books, not only uh, fiction, they buy books on Norse mythology. Mm. And uh, even they buy uh, tarot cards with Vikings and uh, Valhalla tarot cards. Yes. and. All, all kinds of different things uh, that in, has something to do with Icelandic culture. Touching on that, mm-hmm. the sagas, which of course are available in all sorts of bindings and all sorts of publications, do they sell well still? It's unbelievable and we love that too because this is a, such a big part of our culture. Yes. So the, we have a collection called the Sagas of the Icelanders. It does not include Njál saga, the saga of Njál. So we also have that one uh, mm-hmm. and it, it's a bestseller. Mm. They both are. Sagas of the Icelanders is one of the biggest sellers the whole year for us. And that's because, I guess, this is a country with a written tradition but an oral tradition. These were stories that were told around the fire, I guess, hundreds and if not thousands of years ago and were written down. And they live on into the 21st century. Do you think that is what ultimately still inspires Icelanders to love writing and love literature as much as they do? Well, I'm sure it's a part of it. Yes. And this is something we are very proud of. That's the books and the writers. And, you know, this is our tradition. We don't have, like, great old buildings. or uh, mm. We have the nature and we have the written word. So um, 
that's something that's a, a part of mm. our soul. Yes. Yeah. And are there any non-fiction titles in Icelandic that are being translated into English? Any biographies, perhaps, or other non-fiction works? Yes, we have uh, the book on Heida, the farmer in the uh, east of Iceland, which has done really well. Um, and then we have, yes, we have all kinds of uh, non-fiction books. Uh, we have uh, Andri Snær, uh, um, On Time and Water, really big, mm. does really well. People are very interested in, of course, nature is a big thing here, and so they're interested in what's happening also, nature-wise, in, mm. in Iceland and around the world. This book, um, How Iceland Changed the World. Uh, this is a title that came out a few years back, and is a bestseller still, and it's a non-fiction about Iceland. And when I saw this title first, I was like, how could Iceland change the world? This doesn't make any sense, and nobody's going to buy this. <laughs> it's a bestseller yeah. today. It's a good book, isn't it? It is a really yes. good book, yeah. If you are in Iceland and you're an English speaker, maybe you're now a citizen and you want to beat your chest patriotically a bit for your new country, it's a good place to start, isn't it? It is. <laughs> and uh, our shops in downtown in Reykjavik, Österstræti, uh, Skolavarstjúr, they have a good selection of these books. One of the things I was struck by when I first came to Iceland is that bookshops and your stores particularly tend to stay open later in the evening than other stores. And that always struck me as a sign of how important bookshops were. Yes, we, we're not, um, after the pandemic, we're not uh, open that late anymore. We, we are a bit late, mm. but not as late. But this is just um, what you do for the customer. You just, you know, when you finish work at five and you're, you know, you go home and, be, and you have something to eat or, and you want to go out to have a coffee or something, then mm. that bookstore is a great place. Well, I hope someone buys you a book this year. I'm sure they will, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm very grateful for your time today. I'm also very grateful to Elizabeth Vigiano, who emailed me earlier this year, wondering if we could look at a couple of very Icelandic traditions. One of them is Aramoitiskopith, which is the New Year comedy show. We will take a look at that over the festive period. The other idea that Elizabeth had was to take a look at the Christmas book flood. So, Elizabeth, thank you very much for your suggestion. And Svanborg, Sigitha uh, Dottir, thank you as well. Thank you very much. Great to talk to you today. It's Ruve English Radio. I'm Darren Adam, and you can get in touch with us anytime. We are English at ruv.is. There is more from Ruv English with all the news from Iceland in English at ruv.is slash English. Ruv English Radio is a daily English language radio from Iceland's national broadcaster, Ruv.